Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses cut to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. All right, everybody, this is Alex Kirby, host of the Down to Business podcast, where your business is our business. We help you guys, you listeners across 39 countries in the areas of business, finance, marketing, and anything in between. Today, I have a very special guest who I'm, I'm literally excited to talk to. We've already been talking for 20 minutes before this episode, uh, just about what we're going to be discussing today, and I don't want to ruin it yet. Uh, Mr. Paul Gowder, CEO of powwows.com. It is a Native American website and community on Facebook that he has formed, and I'm going to let him explain it in depth here in a moment. But if you're a new listener, we appreciate you. Please go leave us a five-star review the second you are done listening to this so we can reach more people across the world. Again, my name is Alex Kirby. I'm the owner of Trifecta Landscaping and Pure Media Solutions here out of Columbia, South Carolina. And uh, been doing this podcast for a little bit over a year, and we appreciate you guys for being listeners. Again, we got Paul Gowder here in the studio, and uh, this is going to be one of the more interesting discussions we've had. I've been having a good run of guests here on the show, and Paul and I know each other through playing a sport we love called disc golf. And if you guys don't know that about me yet, I nerd out on disc golf. And Paul and I met through that. And he has an incredible story of how he has grown a business from absolutely an, an anomaly, kind of a niche thing that has exploded over time. And when we talk about exploded, we, we interviewed a guy, Paul, a few weeks ago um, who started a leather company and he had gone viral. He had built his business in only like six months because of TikTok from zero to how many? Yeah, 150,000, Chris, right? Producer Chris, TikTok uh, followers in six months. Wow. And so, but you are well over that number. So again, we're going to let you talk here. But again, guys, Paul Gowder, CEO of powwows.com. Paul, what's going on? Not much. I appreciate you letting me be here. I'm excited, dude. Yeah. I, I really am. So tell everybody a little bit about and explain because I think people are going to be sure. like a little all thrown off exactly what you have done and what you are doing with powwows.com. Sure. Powwows.com is a place for anybody, whether you're Native American or not, to come explore, connect, and learn more about Native American culture. And we do it through a variety of ways. We have a great online community. Uh, we have uh, articles and uh, things you can go read about. We've got videos. And during non-COVID times, we mm -hmm. uh, we travel around to powwows and we'll live stream events. So so you can connect kind of even at home if you're not able to get to a powwow. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about the uh, connecting people through the internet who have never experienced a powwow. So uh, discuss with just the term, the name first off. Sure. What exactly is a powwow? Is it sure. sort of a meeting between people of Native American interests? Yeah, great question. So a powwow really is just a celebration. Okay. You know, if here, you know, you may have a, a family get together. Right. You know, we were just talking about you visiting with your grandparents, yep. um, have a family reunion or a birthday party, whatever. The powwows are, are native ways of celebrating. Okay. And so they'll do that um, for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's a, it's an annual thing that a tribe puts on. Sometimes it's honor in, in honor of a marriage or um, sometimes it's, it's uh, in honor of somebody's passing. Yeah. And so ceremonial. Have, yeah, yeah. Cer any kind of, you know, yeah. they'll, there's all kinds of reasons to have a powwow. So it's just their way of or getting together and they do it through singing, dancing, food. Um, and now even as we've progressed and powwows have changed, now powwows are competitions. Mm. Um, so like, you know, we travel and do the disc golf tournaments. Right. In the powwow world, these contests are, these powwows are contests now. Very cool. And so we've got dancers that kind of make a living and travel around the country uh, singing and competing. 
That's awesome. So before we get into the depth of your business, tell people how you got to this. Your background, sure. yeah. uh, you're Native American. You talked to me about that. Explain a little bit about your background with that and uh, how it led you to starting Powwows. Yeah. It, so it was a complete accident that I got into powwows.com. Uh, it was not a, a business plan at first, but um, during grad school, and this was back in 1996, okay. um, I was in grad school and really you know, had some free time. So I was trying to teach myself how to do this whole web thing. Uh, and I remember going to a computer store and buying this, this program called Internet in a box. Um, <laughs> and it, it, a box. Exactly. And it came with a, a program where you could build web pages. Right. So I started building web pages. I built two web pages at the time, one about Star Wars toy collecting, which I was into at the time, and one about powwows. And that was the other thing I was kind of, I was just starting to get into, and I, you know, traveled around to some local powwows. I um, just made my first outfit and was really starting to sing and dance and, and participate. So, cool. so I built some pages about yeah. what I knew. Right. Um, and it took off from there. Immediately, within the first few weeks, people started- Off um, the website? Off the website. Yeah. People started emailing me, wanting more information and, and immediately wanting a way to connect with each other. Mm. You know, it's- um, a lot of people are displaced from their tribe or um, yep. removed from their family or whatever, or um, not able to get back to, to things. So they were looking for that way to connect with their culture, uh, even when away from it. So immediately we we built a community. That was one of the first things we did is put a forum up and allowed people kind of to gonna talk. I was going to ask you, yep. how'd you do that before Facebook yep. and, and MySpace and all that? I was wondering that. Yeah. Well, you forums. know, our community is, is really strong and, and we've moved through all the platforms right. over the years. You know, we did yeah, MySpace, we, mm -hmm. the bulletin forums back in the day. And then mm -hmm. and there was some form program we had way back in in the right. you know 96 uh yeah so um and that's what people wanted they wanted that way to connect sure. with each other and to, and to share information um and, and kind of built from there so so fast fast forward I mean, you started in 1996 and then when did you you know social media did that scramble it forward as well like did you see a huge jet fuel in that or because because share with our listeners how many likes and followers you have on facebook and sure. instagram it's insane Right now, we, we're about 800,000 followers on Facebook, uh, about 50,000 on YouTube, 100,000-ish on uh, on Instagram, and wow. about 100,000 on our email list. So cool. So a great community, wonderful community. Social media actually was not the was not great for us at first. So we built a really strong community on forums. Right. And for years, that's where we were. We had hundreds of thousands of members. We had millions of posts. Literally, we had people that were posting all day long, you know, our, our forums were strong. Um, and then Facebook came along, mm -hmm. and and I remember getting email messages from our some of our forum people saying, "Man, I loved it. Powers.com was great, but it's over. This you're done, and Facebook's going to kill you." Um, and and for a while we did suffer, you know, and our traffic dipped as as people made that migration over because right. they could connect on Facebook. They didn't they didn't need a website like us to to have that community. Facebook was that platform. But so as, how'd you pivot? How'd yeah, you pivot? so one of the things we did is um, we we started using Facebook as mm -hmm. a tool to to reconnect with our with our community. Right. Um, we started posting more on Facebook. We used their tools to continue building that community. And of course, when Facebook groups came out, that was even better. Yes. Uh, you know, and our Facebook groups are doing really well. But it was taking that information and the same things we were doing on our forums and just moving the platform. The community was still there. They just needed, we just needed to learn how to use the tools the right way. Well, I want to interrupt you there. So our listeners, you know, connect it with their businesses because most of our listeners are, are business owners or soon to be, they're thinking right. about starting a business. And basically the lesson you learn from that and they, they hopefully all do is when you see a motion moving a direction, you better jump on the wave. And, but, but here's the mistake people make is they try to jump on the wave and replicate what other people are doing. Yes. You have to jump on the wave and try to figure out how to surf it yourself, you know, your niche, right? And so fast forward back into that, how did you make your niche? Because, I mean, you go from 
people are dipping off your website. How did you recoup that momentum? You obviously did something well, not just posting on Facebook, but you did something to attract people. What was what was that strategy? One of the biggest pivots we made when Facebook was coming up is mm-hmm. before that, all of our content was generated on the forums. We didn't we didn't do any original content okay. ourselves. Right. So when Facebook came out, you know, Facebook pages at first it there wasn't really a way except for comments for people to create their own content on a Facebook page. So we had to go in and kind of start creating our own content. So that's when we started writing articles, uh, creating videos. Do you have a team? Do you have a team now? Yeah, we how have many, pretty, how, how many people do you have on the team of writers and stuff like that? Uh, we have about five writers and, okay. and, and, an, and an editor. Okay. And then we've got some uh, folks that do the video stuff for us okay, too. Cool. Um, so, so seven, yeah. or eight, seven or eight people that can contribute. Right, right. Cool. And, and so that's and that's what we did. We started creating content and we started we started generating right. that engagement. And, you control and drove, the narrative a little bit. That's right. That's we drove great, the conversation. Great uh, play. Right. That makes sense. Same, same discussions that were going on in the forums, we just moved them to Facebook and we introduced the topics. That's, that's phenomenal. Because what that does is people who are on the forum are people like for any business or any community – they're just there to to be engaged. Right. You as a owner have to analyze and see the data and see the trends. And for any anyone listening to that, you know, same with your business, you have to look outside of just what people are saying and really study what they're doing. And that's exactly it sounds like what you guys did. So, okay, so then you you just get momentum. So talk about how you kind of made it into a legitimate business because I'm not going to ask you your revenues, but you're obviously making a a decent amount of money. Um Six figures, is that fair enough to say? Yes. Okay. And so you've turned a what was just a community building thing into a legitimate business, which is incredible. Um, that is the dream for a lot of people is that their interest becomes what they can do. I mean, you know, wake up. <laughs> uh, what's the phrase people say is, uh, I want to wake up and love what I do every day and right. I never go to work again, right? Right. So that's exactly, it sounds like what you've done. So t- can you talk to me about a little bit about how you transitioned that? And maybe the day, you remember the day you realized like, wow, this this isn't just like, a thing. This is this is an entity. This is this is going to make my kids be able to go to college possibly, and so, or you know get a car. Like, right, what right. was that? What was that like? <laughs> so it wasn't one thing, but it, it's been a couple of things that, that kind of focus it, that in for us. One, uh, I will, I'll say my wife has been, uh, we've been married 25 years. The website's been around 25 years. So she's been with me every That's step awesome. of the way. Congrats, by the way. Thank That's you. awesome. And I remember us having a conversation. I mean, well, first of all, she was the one who told me this could be something you need. I remember. So she re- she recognized it pretty early. And, you know, and early on, we didn't have a domain name. You know, we weren't mm-hmm. operating as powwows.com. We were just whatever the, the oh, domain name that was. Yeah. And I remember it, still being in college. And looking at those prices of domain names back there, it was like a hundred bucks. And I was like, I can't, man, I really want to do this, but I can't do it. And I, you know, she was the one right there. I said, Paul, spend the money. This, this is worth it. Spend the money. So she was the first, one of the first wow. people that, yes, this wow. is real. Do it. Um, fast forward a little bit from there, you know, we're playing with all these online tools as we're first getting started. And, and we I mentioned that we uh, started a dating site. Um, I don't know, probably 98, 99, somewhere in there. We, we threw dating on there. And that's when she said, um, Paul, this, this could be a business and people are going to be coming to you now paying fees and doing stuff. And, and plus people are going to now be looking to you for a service. It's time to form a business. Mm. And again, my wife was like, okay, it's time to form the LLC. Right. Um, so that, that's kind of when we turned it into a business. And then, you know, still didn't know that it was really going to be something that generated income. It was more of the, that we needed to make sure we one, protected ourselves, yeah, protect but yourself, it, it yeah. set it up in case something did happen and, and it did accelerate. Uh, I do remember the moment where we, uh, one of the moments where we, we both looked at each other and went, okay, 
we've we're, we're kind of tell me we what, what was that day so we, we traveled to the biggest powwow of the year is gathering of nations is in albuquerque new mexico okay Makes sense. It's a huge, huge powwow. They get 100,000 people come on site. Oh, um, my goodness. Huge powwow. And we went to the first one in, for us in 2004, and we were in the airport getting ready to head back. And so, you know, and I'm working on trying to figure out how I'm going to get post all the winners and what happened. And so we're in line with all these people. Obviously, you know, we can tell that they've been to the powwow. And so I'm asking people, you know, the powwow ended at like four in the morning. I'm like, hey, who won the singing contest? Who won this contest? And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. Just go to powwows.com later and they'll have it. I was like, okay. They said it that's, to they you. They said it to me, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. That is really cool. But we don't know it. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, th- that's, and that's one of those moments where we finally went, okay, okay. yeah, we've, we've got something here. Um, and, and really before that, in the early th- 2000s, you know, we knew that it was – we made a few bucks here or there, yeah. but, but – it was then that we started really saying, okay, th- this uh, we've got it. something, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, it was also when powwow started um, bringing us into live stream. That was another mm-hmm. thing that kind of accelerated the business. Um, some of these casino powwows that are powwows that are sponsored by native casinos, they looked at it as a marketing opportunity. Right. So they wanted us to come in and kind of help promote their casino, promote their powwow. Right. Um, and so that was when they started hiring us. And that's, that's really when it really accelerated for us. Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Brand Buzz, one of our partners here and sponsors of the Down to Business podcast. If you guys are looking for uniforms, promotional products, or anything in the marketing space for your team, your company, or any interest you have, Brand Buzz is the way to go. Make sure you use the promo code Trifecta5 at checkout or when you're talking to a representative and you'll get a 5% discount courtesy of the Down to Business podcast and my company, Trifecta Landscaping. Thanks so much, guys, and thanks, Brand Buzz. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off this for a second because I just want to hear this from you know you don't I don't get to talk to people who are engaged in the Native American culture on like a daily basis ever I don't know if I ever have, um, but you know what is the what is it like you know kind of knowing the history that you know, um, ironically this is a horrible example I watched Pocahontas the other night with right. my daughter two nights ago ironically, and I was reading about you know. It's nothing. The movie and the actualities are not anything alike. And I was reading about how John Smith actually took advantage of Pocahontas, correct? Right. And uh, she was a young girl, stuff like that, right? And so it made me and my wife discuss um, what what is that like, you know, for people of Native, who Native American descent? Like, is it hard t- to still deal with the realities that uh, your country was? taken from you in some ways. I mean, I mean, it was. I mean, I don't want to sugarcoat it and bring in political correctness or anything. Sure. But was and is in a lot yeah, of ways. Sure. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So is. Let me yeah, I mean, there, there's still policies and still, still things happening um, that, that are still affecting tribal sovereignty and, and, and people's rights. Um, it's a tough thing to, to deal with. Um, and there's a lot of... Uh, effort being put in, especially in some Native communities, to work on people's mental health. Um, And, you know, they've done studies now showing that in some of these Native schools and Native communities that, like, even the stereo, the, uh, not stereo, the um, mascots, what that does to kids' um, mental health. I read today the Cleveland Indians are are finally changing their name. I read that this morning. They've finally decided on a name, and they haven't told anyone yet. That's great. um, Yeah, Uh, that's interesting. And and so those things do affect the Native community and, and really do make an impact. Um, 
But I'll say on the other hand, though, it, when you look at Native people serving in military, mm. um, Native Native Americans have the highest per capita service of any demographic. I did not know More that. people serve in the, in the military than any other um, you know, racial group. Because of their back – I mean, because of the cultural background of always serving others, Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So wow. in, in – it, it's an interesting dichotomy there of, uh, of, a, of a culture that's, you know, was taken or right. land was taken by this country, but yet they serve in the military. Um, so wow. it, it's a it, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of intricacies sure. there. Yeah. What's your tribal affiliation? Uh, we're Cherokee. My, Cher- on my dad's oh, side. Yeah, I didn't see. I was, we were just talking about how much yeah. I love Cherokee Nation and going to Cherokee, North Carolina. I I, I actually uh, we didn't talk about this. I drive the long route because I love the mountain. I mean, that oh, yeah. mountain range up there in Cherokee is absolutely beautiful. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, we live about two and a half hours uh, where we're recording from right now, south of uh, Cherokee Nation uh, Reservation. How many acres is that? You know, I don't. I don't know. Um, it's large. It's yeah. pretty large. And if, if anybody's looking to travel, July fourth, they host a powwow up there on Cherokee Reservation, in North Carolina. So I did not know that big That's, powwow. Wow. Really worth going to. Are you going? Are you going to go? I don't know that we're going this year. This year? But yeah, we've been in the past. It's, it's a good that's, one. That's awesome. So going, you know, wrapping back to the the business side of it. What is that? So, so the question I have with that is, have you had to revamp your website based on do you like do you often change it based on because websites are I'm sure now that it's mostly Facebook community I would think what's your fit what's your website act as today a landing page that kicks or all right what are you functioning and what's your main focus on your website sure. today as, as an entity yeah um so we do a couple things with the website. That's where we publish information. So well, and okay. I, so let's and we'll divide it. We have a few sure. different websites, really, or different sections. Um, the main one is our where we post articles, photos, pictures, videos, those kind of things, and that's it, there's some landing pages there. So we'll you know we segment out our audience a little bit. Uh, we know that we have people that are coming that are non-native and they're looking for a specific set of information. So we have some landing pages and some paths mm-hmm. on the website for the, to kind of teach them powwow 101. You know we kind of take them through. Here's what powwow is about, and here's ways you can connect with native culture. We've got native people that are coming and they're looking for a different set of information. They're looking more for history or right. more ways to connect, or they want to learn more about a particular thing, or even we've got tutorials on how to do crafts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then we've got people that are coming to us. They're looking to trace their heritage and mm-hmm. want to get into the ancestry. So we've got some things of that. Mm. Um, and that's on our main site. Then we also have a, a powwow calendar and a native events calendar where we help people find actual ways to go and connect with the culture, whether so it's at a powwow that. or a lecture or a museum exhibit, right. a concert. Uh, so we've got that. And uh, our newest section we've opened, uh, during COVID times, we we opened up a shop native, and that's our directory of native products and native mm. companies. And we're trying to help these folks. How did that? How did that do? It's doing really well. Doing people well. are really liking it. You know, during during this COVID time, we didn't have powwows, so sure. a lot of these people that depend on going to events, setting up their booth, right. they didn't have a, a way to sell. Right. So we thought this was a good way. Even now that we're coming out of the pandemic, um, we can help promote these businesses and really give them a face. Uh, no, for sure. Yeah. That, yeah. You never know what can go viral. We've already discussed that. So, you know, talking about the calendar thing, I think that's, first of all, I think that's so cool. You know, that could lead to so many extra things. And we talked about this. So tell me a couple of cool stories. I mean, you've had eight, you have 800,000 people on Facebook. (laughs) Tell me a couple of the really cool stories that you've seen that your website in, in your entity, your seat, your business has had an impact because that's really the merit of a business is the impact it creates, right? Like people are affected by Amazon every day. Um, that's, and it's not just a great service. It's literally a life changing service. There's t- tens of thousands of jobs. You can get a product you needed very quickly, you know, that you needed fast. And so they, they do provide a great service. Um, 
what have you seen from yours? I mean, what are some of the amazing, a couple of, just a couple of quick amazing sure. stories that you've seen? Yeah, there's been so many things that, that over the years, but or a know, bizarre remember, one and a cool one, maybe a bizarre <laughs> and a cool one. Um, um, we did, we've had people get married. Of course, I've, I've gotten all kinds of wedding invitations, which is really exciting um, to see that. Uh, two re- kind of recent things that, are, that I think were, were kind of cool. Um, last year, uh, I was invited to participate in a Facebook program. It was called the Community Accelerator, and there was 14 of us chosen in North America to kind of go through this program, and, and uh, Facebook helped us build our communities. And one of the things they wanted me to experiment with was doing uh, paid events on Facebook. Hmm. So I was able to work with a, a native performer who, you know, again, during non-COVID times, right. he spends his whole year traveling to schools, universities, companies, doing presentations. And he did. He wasn't able to travel. Is, yeah. So, with the help of Facebook and and their new the kind of their paid events, they were live streaming. We were able to to put on an event for him, and we raised a ton of money for him in one night, uh, and kind of you know helped him. You know that's that, really that, cool. that was really cool is to see an immediate impact yeah. for him. Um, another cool story. You know, we we have a writer who started with us uh, several years ago, um, and in the process of her writing for us, um, she had some she was in a bad relationship, some, some domestic violence. And um, she actually posted on Facebook today. It was really kind of cool to see uh, how far she's come. She was living in her car for a while and, um, and and still working for us, writing Mm -hmm. and and doing some pictures. Um, She traveled with us to some powwows. um, And now she's married or getting married, um, has a house and a, a, been able to bring her kids in and um, it really turned that around. And she recently spoke at Google wow. and uh, she's, she's known now as a, as a, as a speaker and a real activist on several uh, topics. So it's, it's cool to see that kind of impact too, is right. that we were at least a small part in, in helping her do oh, that. 100%. So, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that for me, you know, I was telling you, I, um, I do some business work, consulting work with some guys in the trades industry and, and there's nothing better than, than feeling like you were a puzzle piece to somebody's picture in, in a, you know, in a few, words that that to me that's the best feeling because people you know whether you acknowledge it or not people help you get to where you are if you've gotten anywhere right you know, unless you stomped on people that's the asterisk <laughs> yeah you know and and for for us to be able to do that it's as business owners i think there's no greater calling and greater um you know f- fact or feeling no better feeling so yeah so so i'm going to hone on one subject of the business side of this as we wrap this up so you have done a really good job on the i don't know if marketing is the word but utilizing digital let's let's just call it that what do you tell somebody who is clueless because you were you you just said it i i was interested in this i kind of was clueless to it i started and boom i just kind of ran with it i mean there's so many people who are scared to really dive into digital, either they don't feel like they're adequate at it, they don't understand apps, they don't know how to use Adobe or a, right. you know, a, how do you, what's like, what do you tell somebody that's on the fence on diving head in, not just dipping their toe in the water with it? Because this is the wave. I mean, yes, you know, with us in Trifecta, our, you know, just my landscaping company, Chris. You know, I was nervous to hire a full-time person at it, and and it's been the best decision, one of the best decisions I've ever made in my business. And it's not even a person that cuts grass, you know. <laughs> and so it's like, what what do you say to that person, or what have you done that helped you jump those levels? You know, sure. Um, you know, a couple of things I'll tell them. One is it doesn't matter what tools you're using or what platform you're using, or you know whether you're going TikTok, Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's you have to be authentic and you have to tell your story. Mm. Um, so many people just want to to use these platforms and to, 
you know, all they're doing is posting pictures of their product or right. shouting, come buy from me. That's not what people connect to. People no. connect with stories. So, so tell, if you're making a product, tell us why you make the product right. or how you make the product, how you got into it. Right. People want to know those stories. They want to hear, you know, or, or show some behind the scenes, show that you're learning how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the kind of things that people really want to engage with. And, and that's where they're going to connect. The other thing that, that I'll tell people too is, you have to connect with your audience. Right. And it was a hard lesson for me, and, and I still struggle with it all the time. And, and every time we we do a new platform, whether Instagram or email or sure. anything, is you have to, whether it's writing or doing video or podcasting, you have to talk to the people. Mm-hmm. You can't be, you know, just recently I redid my email newsletter, and um, we used to put our emails out. We were like a Best Buy ad. You know, we were, here's this brand and we're kind of shouting at you. Here's, you know, our news. And we revamped our whole newsletter initiative. And now I, I write it. More intimate. It's more intimate. Yeah. I write it from my perspective. I write in first person. Right. Um, and I'll tell some stories about what we did this week with my family or, or you know, what's going on at the powwow I'll travel to, whatever. Um, and that has blown up our email engagement. Wow. Um, it's no longer, you know, another ad coming in your inbox from Sears or <laughs> Sears not longer here, but you know, <laughs> yeah. when I think about catalogs or whatever, Absolutely, um, no, right. it, it, now it's, you know, I'm actually talking to people and I'm telling stories and I'm engaging with them. Um, and I think that's what you have to do. You've got to start the conversation. You have to be the engagement. Right. You got to, you got to connect with them. Um, and, and you'll attract the people yeah. that, that want to connect with yours. Right. Yeah. No, that's phenomenal. I, I, I probably haven't thought about that as much with the, uh, tell your story because, yeah, I mean, we're sold stuff. Uh, one of our marketing pe- people we work with, a company with Splash and Brand Buzz, is one of our sponsors on the show. They talk about they do a statistic. You're, you're you see over ten thousand. I can't remember the exact number, and over ten thousand uh, advertisements per day now. Yeah, with phone driving, all that stuff, and how do you cut through the noise is their thing. And and it always makes me think about well, how do you do that? You know, well, what you're saying is exactly right. When, when you're moved by something, it's usually a story, a personal story. Or someone you feel is very genuine, and not trying to sell you something, right. you know. Um, so, man, that's a, that's a great insight for our listeners who are, you know, our business owners listening to this. Um, try to find your rhythm. Don't try to put your stamp on something and be like everybody else, you know, or put your logo rather. So that's great, Paul. And, and now with digital, you know, there's so many ways that you can tell your story. Right. You know, TikTok makes it so easy to yeah. get out there and just start talking. Right. Um, or Facebook Live, whatever it is. Just just be authentic, be yourself, and, and you'll attract the community that's gonna that's right for you. So where do you think the where do you so I, I wanna hit back on the Native American side because I don't think it's talked about enough. I really don't. It's ironic that I said me and my wife were just talking about it with the watching the Pocahontas movie and in my, some of my favorite shows, Native American Focus, I just think it's so fascinating. I always say a, a, a silly joke. This is a bad joke, but uh, not joke, but comment is um, I w- if it, we still fought with you know bows and arrows, I'd be the first one to join. I just think it's <laughs> the most fascinating weapon. I right, really, right, and it's so skillful. Um, I bought a Native, Native American hatchet actually that I have in my house. Uh, from Dollywood, they they make they cast iron, yep. you know, replicate uh, Native American hatchets they used to use tomahawks. Excuse mm-hmm. me, and uh, I have one. I just I'm I'm big into it, but you know, there's so much misinformation on Native American uh, tribes and cultures, and so you know, just for our listeners to be maybe more educated, what's something we like is obviously go to powwows.com and read some stuff. But um, what are some things that maybe we can think on and focus on that what are some of the things okay this is more really really i'm trying to ask what are a few of the main pain points this is you see where i'm going with yeah, this yeah the native americans feel that that we as white people or or 
you know, Americans, non-natives do that we have no idea is offensive or, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just, just because I don't think we have this discussion very often. Yeah, and cultural appropriation happens all the time. Um, I mean, walk down the street at Halloween and see how many people are dressed as Indians. Mm. Um, but, you know, what, I guess one of the wow. biggest things is, and I, I tell this story a lot, I go and do a lot of school presentations. Okay. And, you know, I'll dance, I'll dress up and, and let, let the kids ask questions, right. touch the outfit, you know, handle things. And I had a kid one time, literally she came up to me and she wanted to ask a question. She said, can I come up and touch you? It's like, okay. She goes, I, I didn't think you were real. And literally, I mean, what she was asking was Cowboys all she's all thing. she's seen is is black and white pictures in a history right. book. She had no idea that the culture is still there, and I think that happens a lot, especially down here in the South. The people don't understand that the culture is still existent. That um, there are tribes still here. That, that there are sovereign nations still existing, and we're still evolving. We're not stuck in teepees. Right. Um, you know that these this is a modern culture, right. um, and I mean some of these tribes operate huge businesses, right. um, and and I don't think people. People all the time get that. Yeah, I think they think of it like a club, like Boy Scouts, you know, right, right. Um, instead of an entity in its own thing. Like, you know, with the Cherokee Reservation, they have their own police force. Yes. And that's not even a big deal, but meaning that they do, you, I mean, don't don't reservations have their own laws? Right. Like they it, have their own, own courts own and courts, yeah, yeah, other everything. Um, Seminole, you know, they own Hard Rock now. Um, yeah, the Hard Rock Cafe? Yeah, the entire yeah the entire Hard Rock uh, is is owned by the Seminole tribe. Um, so yeah, these some of these, some of these tribes are operating big businesses. Right. Um, but you know, on down here on the local level, people don't always see that, so they don't understand. They're, they're it's stuck in one period of time, and right. they really don't see past that. Um, and while I love powwows as a great way to kind of introduce introduce people and get them into the culture, sure. um, a lot of times powwows are kind of um, not hurt us, but it also perpetuates that thing of that we're stuck in that you know, in the 1800s. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we were talking about before we started recording, you know, if you go and watch a TV show like Rutherford Falls on Peacock, they kind of address some of these other issues and other plot points. That they, there's no powwow scenes in it, which is right. unique for a native TV show. Um, they talk about the tribal or the casino issues and um, historic preservation and those kind of things that are, that are going on now. So, yeah. Just go and check out some of that, some, uh, some like Rutherford Falls and you know yeah. other folks. Go and, and read about what's going on in today's uh, Indian culture, and uh, I think it'll be interesting and enlightening for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I, I'm already super enlightened just by this conversation. So, uh, again, Paul, tell, tell our listeners as we wrap up here where they can find you guys on social media. Um, obviously, powwows.com. Is it you know Facebook and Instagram? What's your handles? Yeah, um, powwows.com. It, it, we're on Facebook and uh, powwows.com on on Instagram with no period, and then of course paulgowder.com if you're interested in finding out more about me. Awesome, Paul. Well, man, thank you so much for being on this episode, Paul. Uh, phenomenal, interesting. I think this is exactly what our listeners like to kind of hear: is different, unique businesses and fresh perspectives. And uh, what you said about telling your story. You know, the one thing we always try to kind of pull one thing um, to to grow your digital telling your story and not trying to sell is phenomenal information so again guys if you have if you're not listening you should this is a guy who has grown a business that is very unique and grown at large over time that is not the size doesn't matter but the impact has been huge so paul again thank you so much for being on this episode brother of the down to business podcast guys where your business is our business and uh, see you next monday for your next episode thanks guys